Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. Today, we are going to talk about the hustle culture. Yep, hustle culture. Are you contributing to the hustle culture? Are you a part of the hustle culture? Are you encouraging other people to be a part of the hustle culture? Or maybe are you setting the example for your kids that in order to be successful, they need to also be a part of the hustle culture? So what really is the hustle culture? I guess that's the place to start. And the hustle culture is all about adding more and more to your plate, working really hard, working all the time to hustle and not taking care of yourself, not truly living the life that you have designed. It's about hustling from one thing to the next. And I know many of you are stuck in the race of the hustle culture. And I know many of you struggle with setting boundaries. I do myself as well. Because I used to be a part of that hustle culture. I thought I had to work all the time in order to get ahead. I thought I had to work all the time waiting for a destination to come. If I work really hard in this season, once I get to this place, then I can relax. But what really happened is I wasn't able to relax. I wasn't able to slow down. I just added more things and more things I needed to accomplish and more goals to my plate. And this really changed when I started to look at a team of employees that I was asked to look at and see who was successful. And when I measured them against the benchmarks, they were successful. They were crushing it. They were achieving all their goals. They were doing all the things. They were maxing out bonus and top performers and getting all the accolades, those little plaques. That was them. But in reality, they were not successful. When we actually looked at their data, every time their fingers hit the keyboard, every time they're on their phone doing things, logged into the system, what we actually realized was they were not successful at meeting the benchmarks. They were actually outworking people. They were working more hours. And because of that, they were meeting the benchmarks. And so the question became, is this the culture we want to have at the company that in order to be successful here, you have to work all the time? And the answer was no. But I sought out, so we had some company issues. So before I jump into the second part, we had some company issues where we had set benchmarks based on people who were working 60 to 80 hours a week, every holiday, everything like that. That's not okay. But I went and found people at the company who were only working 40 hours and I looked at how they worked and they were meeting the benchmarks. They just weren't exceeding them. But they had one thing in common. They all went home after 40 hours. They probably had what you would call work-life balance, even though that's not really achievable. But they had a hard stop at 40 hours. And they were efficient workers who were getting things done. 
they all had a couple of things in common. The first one was that they set out every day with goals. They decided what are the two to three things that they could do that day, not five, not 10, not 20. What are the two to three things that they could do that day to be successful? And what were the things that actually triggered success in achieving the goals? Not busy work, not scrolling through email or anything like that, but what truly were the needle movers to achieve goals? That was number one. Number two was that they set up their week so that at the front end of their week, they powered through a lot of action-packed activities that would later lead to results. So they may not have immediate results, but they were the activities that they knew were going to achieve the results that we talked about, but they packed them at the beginning of the week. Why did they start off the beginning of the week packing their schedule with these things? And the reason is because they were more motivated at the beginning of the week. Every Monday, I have a whole list of things I want to accomplish, but as the week goes on, naturally, I'm less motivated. So they made sure that those things that really helped them achieve the goals were at the front end of their week. And then at the back end of the week, surprisingly, they had less things on their calendar. They had more freedom in their schedule. Whereas the front end of the week, no, packed full of stuff, packed full of action and goal activity. And the back end of the week was a little more flexible because that allowed them to make adjustments and changes to what they needed to do. And then the third thing, they did not work more than 40 hours. They went home. Whether they had achieved their goals or not, they went home to reset. Or maybe they didn't go home. Who knows where they went? But they weren't in the office. And they used that time to reset for the next week. Now, every week they were not crushing it, but overall in a month, they were crushing it. In a quarter, crushing it. Year, crushing it. Some weeks were down, some weeks were up. They also, fourth thing, they also had a reflection process or a way to evaluate how they did for the week. And they used that to make changes in their next week very different than the hustle culture. They didn't take on more than they could chew. They didn't go out and sign up for all these other things. And they were very consistent. So I want you to think about today, are you a part of the hustle culture? Are you contributing to the hustle culture? Are you setting the example for your kids that in order to be successful, you have to hustle all the time and maybe compromise your health? Take a moment and think about that. And if you are, it's time to take stock in that hustle culture. It's time to take stock in everything you're doing and say, I no longer want to be a part of this. And this is how I am going to change up my day. This is how I am going to operate from here on out. And these are the things that are a priority to me. And these are things that I'm doing that maybe are not a priority. And then it's time to scrap those off your plate, slowly sunset, that, sunset them, and give those opportunities to others. Maybe you're hanging on to some things that others really want to learn or do or experience, but you're hanging on to them because you think nobody else will do them. 
Offer those up to someone else. Hire somebody to do it. Outsource it. But think about the things you want to experience and truly think about the life you want to live and start designing that today. Start designing that today. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a one-week fix. But if you start chipping away at that today, your life will be completely different in a year. And every week's a new week. So brush it off and start again. All right, bold goal crushers, you do not have to work double time in order to achieve your goals. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year. 